Hello and welcome to the Put You On podcast, otherwise known as PWO. So, my name is Tondo, also Harrison, but y'all can call me Tondo because who wants to say a long ass name anyway? Uh, so this podcast is kind of a result of a couple of things. Um, I've been into podcasting pretty much my whole life. Um, well, at least as, as long as podcasting's been around, it started with sports. I was really into sports. So I was listening to a lot of uh, ESPN podcasts like that. And then I kind of discovered music around the same time. You know, growing up in a household with uh, an African mother and a father who's not really so in touch with, uh, I don't want to say black side, but y'all know what I mean. So I didn't really, I didn't grow up the way a lot of kids grew up where they had like, you know, all the classics played in their house. Like my mom famously uh, was very into Nickelback, which, you know, even as a kid, I was like, all right. And my dad, my dad, on the other hand, I, I say he always had slightly better music taste, but um, still not traditional for uh, somebody growing up in a black household, I'd say. Alternative, um, but he also, you know, put me on a reggae as well, so kind of helped round out my, my music taste a little bit as a kid, but it took a long time for me to be able to really get to where I am now. I mean, it was it was a lot of years of just, yeah, just, just, just some stuff that I, I wasn't now, if I listen to it now, I probably would, would not listen to it so much. But, you know, everyone has to start somewhere. So I started with radio. And as time went on, you know, my tastes have evolved. Um, I'm actually from uh, Maryland. Uh, a lot of y'all know it as the DMV. I was from the Maryland portion of it, kind of close to If, if y'all are DMV natives, y'all know what I'm talking about. I was around, like, PG, Arundel County, like, Howard County area. That was where I grew up, kind of. And, um... So and I was born in D.C., so I have a lot of you know, ties to that. Um, and then around the time of my junior year of high school, I moved to Atlanta or Gwinnett County, you know, as a little more accurately. Cause I'm not I'm not the guy that's going to say, oh, yeah, I'm from Atlanta. Like, nah, I, I'm, I'm from the suburbs. But I still got a lot of influence being down here. I mean, coming up, I was the, I was the dude that was like, you know, as my taste evolved, I was like, yo, like conscious. It was only that conscious shit. Like I wasn't, I wasn't trying to listen to none of that, like Migos, Future, Thug, none of that nonsense. At least I thought it was nonsense back, but slowly but surely. And I mean, it didn't take that long. Like I was, you know, I was, I was in Migos, I was in the Future, Thug, all that, like, and then from there it only grew. So, you know, starting off somewhere, Starting off really with like Kendrick and Tyler, that really built my base of kind of quote unquote conscious rap. Although Tyler back then, I mean, you could call it conscious, you could call it trolling, whatever the hell you want to call it. I liked it. And, you know, so Tyler and Kendrick specifically, I listened to Wolf and Good Kid Mad City. Those are my first two full albums I ever checked out, like ever. And from there, like, I realized, yeah, checking out a whole album, that that probably gives you a better experience. But, you know, as a kid, you just, it takes a while. At least for me, it did. It took, it took me a while. And then from there, especially when I moved down here, um, I branched out even more from, like, older stuff, basically, to older stuff. So, like, Outkast, Tupac, Biggie, like, all the classics, basically all, you know, everyone the old heads be like, yo, you got to check it out. And it's funny because some of that stuff, I feel like, age is better than others. Like, there are people like, you know, uh, I don't know why I'm saying care. I don't know why KRS-One comes to mind first, but KRS-One or, like, Rakim or something like that or, like, that hip, hip, hop, hip, like, that type of, like, nah, I can't really, 
I'm not really going to play that now. I mean, even Tupac and Biggie to a point, I don't play them, you know, as much as maybe I used to. And in modern times, they don't really, it's not really going to ring off at a party like that. But I still see the value in it. And I still feel like a lot of us, especially with streaming now, should really go back and just, you know, see where a lot of this stuff started. Um, and a lot of it, to me, still does hold up. Not all of it, but some of it definitely does. But that brings me, you know, um, to where I'm at today, because I feel like every single year I kind of add a new dimension to my to my music um, repertoire of like, you know, what I listen to, what I don't listen to. And I I'm, I really become more open minded as time has gone on. I mean, I listen to pretty much everything, anything and everything under the sun now um, from, you know, the conscious shit, if you want to call it that, to like, you know, the more like trap shit, like and everything in between. Um, I'm into a little bit of alternative too. I also listen to, uh, well, R&B. See, another thing, R&B, I was very late on R&B. Now I listen to R&B um, some days more, um, if not as much, as as hip-hop. And I think I probably would, I would say I probably start listening to R&B um, primar- more primarily probably around, like, 2017. I know I'm late to all this. Also, to give you some context, or give you all some context, I'm uh, 22, about to be 23, so I'm young. But I'm also old. I'm pretty old with some of the stuff that, you know, for as long as it's taken me to get to some of the stuff, I'm pretty fucking old. But <laughs> keep in mind that, you know, I'm always building. I'm pretty much I'm pretty much always trying to learn more about music. And I mean, if I could make music, I would. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out if that's something that I can do more so in the production realm, because Lord knows we all have enough rappers. I mean, shouts to y'all if, you know, y'all trying to be rappers. But let's be honest, like, there's a lot of people trying to be rappers right now so I'm not really trying to go down that route I mean a lot of people are making beats too but that's something that I especially have gotten a lot of uh, appreciation for in recent times and if I could contribute to it um you know that's the way I think I would want to contribute to the music um in the world because you know I, I tried rapping at one point in my life but uh, I don't think I don't think that's it <laughs> um but that brings me you know right now so I made this podcast um, primarily because I feel like nowadays, with there being so much music, a lot of us don't really know where to start. Um, myself included sometimes, but I mean, I have my methods to kind of root out, you know, what to listen to, what not to listen to, um, and like new artists, because I feel like one complaint that, yes, I am the guy who this gets to. Like, this gets to me when people say, hey, man, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing to listen to anymore. Like, there's just no good artists. I be getting so pissed when I see that shit because it's like there really are so many artists. You just have to know where to look. And you have to know not to listen to certain people because there are people that are putting up bullshit. And honestly, I don't really hate on any particular artist. And I'm not even going to name no names because I feel like pretty much everyone, with the exception of somebody like 6ix9ine, that's the only name I am going to name is like, nah, he contributes absolutely nothing to this culture. Get him out of here. Everyone else, and I mean pretty much everyone else, um, and yes, that includes female rappers for y'all niggas who think that they just rap about, you know, what, you know, you know, nah, like, everyone contributes something to this culture, I feel, for the most part. Um, so I'm gonna try to tell y'all who I think is really worth your time, who I think is really next, who I think, you know, listen to them for certain things, but maybe don't check out a whole album from them. And you know, every like I said, everything in between, because I think that this culture has is such a has such a spectrum of uh, of artists. But I don't feel like 
I feel like especially now, a lot of the newer ones and a lot of the ones that might not be so well-known really don't get their due because it's such a saturated market. And I feel like, you know, if I can shine some light on those people that I think really deserve it, and also at the same time, I'm also going to, you know, uh, I really want to talk about the artists that, you know, come in day in and day out and and perform, and, you know, maybe artists that are well-known, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just kind of trying to spread the love everywhere because I feel like, you know, we, 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 we all know that there's a shelf life for some of these people, um, and I don't even just mean like in the industry. I mean in life. I mean, we never know when we're gonna have someone taken away. So I want to give everyone their flowers while, while they're still here, because Lord knows we've lost enough amazing artists in this world. So I want to, you know, contribute to the love that a lot of them deserve to get before and after. So yeah, this going this this podcast is probably gonna consist a lot of, you know, me trying to put y'all on, like the name says, um, some album reviews across the board, some sleepers, which you know I stole that from the JBP. Shouts to them. That's also my favorite podcast. Pretty much the only podcast I follow day in and day out. If uh, Maul and Roy are listening, I hope y'all come back. I mean, I love the podcast, but it'll never be the same without you know. Without, without the JVP boys, man, but, you know, sleeper segment, so I'm going to, you know, tell y'all some, give y'all some songs that I think y'all should check out from, you know, some lesser artists, maybe, or, like, lesser known artists, and, um, yeah, that's just going to, kind of what this is going to be for now, I mean, I, hopefully, I can expand to some other stuff, too, but um, for now, that's how, where I'm going to leave it, so, first thing I want to say, um, to kind of let everyone know where I'm at with my tastes is tell y'all some of my favorite artists right now. And I'm just going to stick to right now because you y'all time, I get overwhelmed on it. Honestly, it's just too many people. Somebody just asked me the other day, my all-time dead or alive. And I hate that question because that my mind be changing so much. And, like, it, it really depends on who I listen to enough as well as their resume and kind of how I just feel about them. Because there are a lot of legends, I'll say, that, like, they're legends, but I personally, you're never going to hear me try to listen to them. Eminem, for for example. I mean, I'm not going to shit on Eminem, but, you know, I, and that's, I, honestly, that's a pretty popular opinion now. It's not an unpopular opinion at all. A lot of people don't like Eminem like that. I mean, and I'm not going to get into, you know, shitting on them or nothing, but, yeah, I'm I'm not listening to a new, old, any Eminem project, really. And there's, you know, there's a lot of art legends across the board that I could say, you know, you know, God bless y'all. Y'all definitely did a lot, and I have a lot of respect for y'all, but not really my, uh, not really my cup of tea for real. But as far as my favorite current artists right now, I gotta say, and this has honestly been going on a few years for most of these guys, because you know it's just certain people that I just keep in rotation, not because I think they're like this is the best artist in the world, but because for whatever reason their music just sticks with me, and I'm gonna get into a little bit of why um in a second, but. So this is no particular order because honestly, I ain't write nothing down. I'm just kind of this is off the dome. So off the dome, I gotta start with my boy Shmino. Um, you know, if y'all know me and pretty much anyone I know, I don't think I know anyone who doesn't mess with Shmino um, to at least the same level I do. And Shmino is one of them niggas that just I can't even describe it, but he's so he's so creative in the way he raps in the beats he chooses, in the vibe he creates, like, that is something that I feel like his his whole style and aesthetic is something that um, is very new, 
And that's kind of something that I also will say with almost all my favorite artists, they do something different that I feel like most artists don't do. And that's what puts me kind of, that's what puts them ahead for me than a lot of other people. Cause I feel like a lot of these, a lot of these niggas do be doing the same shit. I mean, let's be honest. But Shmino, you'll never catch that from him. I mean, he hasn't, he comes out with a new flow, a new style of song that I never thought I could even mess with. And I'm like, yo, this shit's kind of crazy. Like, you know, one song I'm gonna give, give y'all that's very different. I don't know. I don't know if people gonna mess with this, but you know, around the holiday season, he uh, dropped this, this two pack and the song Kushmas was on it. He is singing, I don't know what the hell you could say he's doing, but that shit is catchy as hell. And, you know, ever since that shit came out on Christmas, like, that shit, that shit is on rotation. Um, Around that time, after that time, he's a nigga that just can make any, <laughs> you, you'd be surprised. That's, that's, an, that's the first person I think y'all should check out. Another person y'all should check out, and honestly, this is a little controversial, a little controversial, it's it's very hard to be this guy's fan, man. I tell you, uh, Gold Link, DMV native, uh, and yeah, Gold Link to me is a nigga. Actually, it's funny because I listened to Gold Link before before Shmino. Kind of what made me check out Shmino was Pete was uh, I think an article was like he kind of gives off a Gold Link vibe. So I was like, boom, um, I should check that nigga out. So yeah, Gold Link is somebody that I've been listening to for quite a while now. Um, not one album. He has not dropped one bad album to me. And he's dropped, I think, at least four up to this point. One of them, I have no idea. I think it's the God Complex, why it's not on streaming no more, but whatever. But point being, Golink is a nigga that, um, he just has a very different sound. Um, not only on each of his projects, but just overall. Like, his kind of dance, dancey kind of uh, Afrobeats style that like he, he he really has a beat selection like not a lot of not a lot of other people in the game right now and that contributes to everything and also one thing that I don't know if other people pay attention to as much but I definitely do is his storytelling and I think throughout a lot of his albums he is more or less telling the same story says a lot of the same things but for whatever reason it it hits me I, I can't really explain why I mean the way he describes his life is definitely nowhere near mine but the picture he paints with his with his songs is something that has always spoken to me on a lot of different levels to the point where um, me, I'm actually, I write as well. So I've taken a lot of things and pieces from his music and kind of incorporated that into my show. And that's how much like I really get into a lot of his albums, especially um, I think after that, we didn't talk. That's, that's, that's the project name. Um, and after that, we didn't talk. That project I've, I've ran back that project so many, maybe more than, yeah, maybe more than anything on my phone. I'm not even exaggerating. Um, so if, if, you really can't go wrong with any of his albums, but I would, I would definitely recommend that album. And after that, we didn't talk. And then also, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to go with uh, DS Poor. That's the most recent one. That's the most polished for sure. Um, I do have a special place for at what cost as well, but I'll say that I think Diaspora is, um, and I'm probably saying that shit wrong, I, which is honestly a disgrace, <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not always hit to these things, but point being, his, his second album, which is his first album on Apple Music, and his most recent album, those are the ones y'all should check out, for sure. Another artist I, I want to bring to attention is, uh, IDK. IDK is another DMV, uh, another DMV bred artist, I don't know what else to say about this man, yo. Like, this dude, well, for one, I'm going to say this. No bad albums. 
Um, the only album I haven't really checked out, I think, was his very first. I think it was called like Sex, Drugs, Homework, something like that. I can't attest so much to that one, but everything after Subtrap, amazing, like amazing. This dude, to me, is. I don't want. I don't want to compare him to Kendrick, cause like Kendrick is Kendrick, but I think he could have that type of level of impacts once he gets the recognition he deserves. And I feel like he's taking. He's definitely taken a long journey to this. I mean, he's been. He's to me, he's been relevant for years but like to the general public people still don't know him that well um and also you know idk so he started i think as jidk and then he changed it to idk which i don't know if that helps or hurts his branding but regardless i feel like he's starting to become more notable he actually just dropped a single with a offset called shoot my shot i recommend y'all check that out definitely doesn't show his full variety like that's kind of like his hit making ability, which I think that's another thing with him is he's very versatile. Like he can make the the concept album, but he can also do the hit. And I don't feel like he's like, he's reaching or like he's trying to be something he's not. Like this is in him. And he's just a nigga that I feel like really checks all the boxes of a nigga that's going to be a star, that's going to be at the top, like top three in this game. Like we all know the Drake, Cole, Kendrick, at least for me, and I feel like the general consensus of a lot of hip hop heads, those are the top three niggas in the game. I think somebody like IDK, even more so than like Goldlink and Shmino, because I think Goldlink and Shmino definitely fill this particular niche. I feel like IDK has that ability to reach that upper echelon of a rapper. Um, and I think, you know, him dropping something with Offset was huge um, in my eyes. I mean, for him to even, I didn't even know he had a pull like that, to be honest. I mean, the, he, it seems like as the years go on, he start, he slowly grows his network, and I've noticed him collab with bigger and bigger artists, because at first it started with just mainly DMV or, like, underground artists, and now, you know, I'm seeing him, I mean, he had a last album, he had a feature with Pusha T, Pusha T. he had a feature with J.I.D., um, he also had a feature with Yachty not that long ago, like, he he's somebody who I think is slowly starting to grow his network, and the more he grows his network, I mean, this this man, this man about to be up there, man, he, he about to be up there, so uh, watch out for him, I'm sure y'all gonna hear his name very, very soon. But yeah, definitely check him out. Um, another artist I really want to bring attention to, and honestly, this is a really new one. Um, this is probably going to be the most, well, actually, you know what? IDK might have been the most underground. I'm, I'm sure, I mean, as somebody, I also let y'all know, I live, I currently live in the Atlanta area now, but I've been back and forth a lot over the past couple of years. Um, so right now, if you're from, if you're from Atlanta, you probably, you might know this guy. If not, you might not. But I still think he's somebody that really needs to, you know, get more exposure. Kenny Mason. Kenny Mason, to me, is, I don't want to say he's the future. That sounds, like, I don't know. But, like, Kenny Mason is next. Like, that dude really got it. Um, there's no one else that I've ever heard that can make me want to hear a rock influence sound. I'm not, I've never been into rock. I mean, I've, I've ventured out into other genres. Rock has not been one of them yet, but the way he's making music, the way he's making me like, yo, this rock beat, this kind of grunge sounding like, yo, this kind of goes like Kenny Mason. And he doesn't just do it. He does the same other stuff that other people do. He's very versatile. He has a one song that I think was probably his most well-known was hit um, ironically named, um, I don't, I did, I actually didn't hear it until my friend told me about it, um, uh, but he, my friend was also from this area, so it might be more of a local hit than, like, a national one, um, but definitely check him out, his, his last album, it's really his only album, Angelic Hood Rat, amazing project, to me, it's only gotten better with time, it came out last year, and I liked a few joints off of it, but 
especially the past uh, the past like month or so. He's been in heavy rotation. He he also dropped his deluxe for it too. A lot of good tracks off that as well. Um, he's just a nigga that's gonna be here to stay. I I can tell. I mean, the more he drops, um, the more people he collabs with. You know, it's, it's going up for that man. It's going up for him soon. I can see it. Um, and another artist I want to mention, um, also had a feature on Kenny's Kenny's project. There's Kenny's last uh, project was <sighs> my boy Freddie Gibbs. Man, Freddie Gibbs is somebody I've been listening to since high school, um, like since like early high school, which is kind of weird. I mean, it's weird to be a high school bump of Freddie Gibbs. I remember I had a classmate who I had brought up Freddie Gibbs and was like, nah, that nigga boring as hell. And I was like, man, I fuck with his music. But <laughs> that aside, Freddie Gibbs is somebody who, he might be the hardest working nigga in rap, like, or one of them. Like, he is top five hardest nigga, hardest niggas working in rap, yo. Like, this nigga is just year after year after year dropping projects. Solid project after solid project. Um, I mean, his last project got Grammy nominated, which I was glad to see. So he's finally starting to get his notoriety. But this man is just consistent as hell and a lot more versatile than I think people realize. Like, he has a very underground, kind of, like, grimy type, uh, lo-fi beat type of sound. But he can also do, he can do all types of other stuff, too. Like, honestly, I, I need to hear some, I need to hear him on more, not too poppy, but, like, the poppy rap feature. He could kill that too because he has that type of versatility, especially his flow. His flow runs so well to so many different types of beats. And while I love people like Griselda, and I actually do have an appreciation for Griselda, I think with a lot of them, well, actually, I shouldn't mention Griselda because Griselda is actually starting to get there. But a lot of like the underground, alchemist, whatever type sounding rappers, they don't have that other gear that they can hit. Freddie Gibbs does. And I feel like that's what's going to set him apart and, you know, propel him even further. I mean, he's already gotten a lot further than I expected, not because of his artistry, because just I didn't know the public was going to be messing with him like that. But I'm glad they are. He is just somebody that, you know, <laughs> his trajectory is is limitless um, if he keeps on this traje- if he keeps on this path, which I'm sure he will. Um, last two people I'm going to mention. Um, I- I'm going to go basic, honestly. I'm going to go basic. So my fir- actually, no. I'm mentioning three people. <laughs> this pod was supposed to be a lot shorter, but I'd be getting really nerdy with this. So, Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar was probably the first, my first favorite rapper. Um, when I heard Good Kid, Mad City, I was like, yo, like, I think I really like this hip hop shit. Because <laughs> before that, it was all like radio, like all that bubblegum shit. I mean, it was good. Like, it was good for what it was. And I'll sing damn near every word we're going to hear today, but that it wasn't Kendrick. Like, Kendrick put me on to a whole different, like, I don't know, man. Like, and and for the life of me, I'm I'm waiting for this nigga to drop again. Like, I mean, every single one of his albums, um, I mean, even going back to Overly Dedicated and Section 80 has been, I would say, like, elite. I mean, it's been elite. And he always comes with a new sound, which that's something that is probably my, that, that always, if, if there's an artist that has a different sound each album, he's going to be in my personal top five. That That's pretty much consistent with me. Um, if you constantly reinvent the landscape of not only your sound, but the industry, which he does, like, you're up there. And Kendrick, you know, Kendrick's elite, man. I mean, what, what is there to say that hasn't already been said? Um, and jumping off Kendrick, so the other artist around that time that also really got me into music like really into music was Tyler. Tyler Creator, 
to me and also the the growth this man has has shown from you know what he was rapping about on bastard to goblin which i will say goblin is one album from tyler and from a, one of my favorite artists that i cannot recommend it's not a good album he will even tell you that but everything else even even bastard before it i still can listen to to this day um but especially wolf like wolf was the first my first introduction to him and that album just you know aged like fine wine to this day i can still listen to it um and then from there you know he went like he 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 just grows so much i mean going back to what i said about kendrick and smino and a lot of the others like he he grows so much with the sound every album and it's really amazing to see i mean what he did on especially f- from what was it called from cherry bomb to igor is amazing i mean somebody needs to do a case study on that i mean just his whole journey i actually did watch a documentary very well done I don't remember the YouTuber's name. I shout him out. Not that it matters because no one's listening to this, but it's, I will shout him out. But he did an amazing job just kind of documenting his journey from, you know, kind of internet troll to like, to visionary. I mean, he's like, he's literally like on almost, he's almost on the level of a Kanye in, in the commercial sense now, which is insane for where he started and kind of what he was rapping about, which we all know. But um, yeah, man, Tyler is just an artist that... <laughs> Yeah, I can only imagine. I mean, he, every album he just he 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 elevates himself and has won a Grammy for God's like that's insane that he's won a Grammy. Granted, not for what he should have won it for, but he still won it nonetheless. And you know, shouts to him. But yeah, so Tyler's up there. Tyler and Kendrick are always going to be two that I might not list them in my current favorites because I don't listen to them all the time anymore. But they're always going to be in my personal like my personal top five or top whatever like honestly um hands down I mean for what they did for for my my fandom in hip-hop as a whole you know no one can ever no one else in the game can ever say they did that now the last and probably most basic quote-unquote favorite rapper that I could name but I'm still gonna name him is Drake I mean again what can be said about Drake that hasn't already been said Drake is Drake, but the thing is, because Drake is Drake, I think a lot of people, weirdly enough, underrate him. I mean, some people do, actually, no, nope, no, we, we, people don't overrate him. I mean, it is annoying to hear people constantly, like, you know, be on his, yeah, like, <laughs> be on his shit, like, every single day, but, my, like, that shit is not, like, he's Drake, bro, like, he's Drake, he is a modern-day Hove, which I do think Hove, if you've taken away all of, like, your personal opinion, like, Hove is the Michael Jordan of this shit, but I'm gonna say this, like, Drake is the new Hove, Drake is LeBron, Drake is all that to hip-hop, like, Drake, and he's, st- like, the thing is, he still makes really good music, I mean, I, I think that people have this expectation of him, of where, where his sound should go, um, but I still feel like, I don't really, I don't really care at this point, I mean, he still makes great music, I mean, it's funny, because after hearing Scorpion the first time, I was like, nah, this ain't it, this nigga Drake fell off. Like, I don't think I said all these things out loud, but I was thinking them. And then time went on. And when I tell you, Scorpion has been a rotation for me for pretty much since, like, since maybe, like, two years ago. Like, cause every, I mean, for everything that dropped, like, for, I mean, for it to be, like, 20 songs, however many it was, like, there are so many songs that just hit. And they hit more and more as time goes on. And for him to still be doing that, now is insane to me and 
it's funny because I actually don't go back to some of his older projects as much, but there are, are still a lot of gems on all of them. I do think some of them for me haven't necessarily aged the best, but I mean, personally, like Drake will always be up there. And he's in my personal all time top five. I mean, and I feel like he's, he hasn't fell off to me at all. I mean, not at all. I mean, his uh, Dark Lane demo tapes, also another, pretty much the same experience um, as Scorpion, where I was like, I don't know if this is it. Time went on. I, I kept having, I kept finding new favorites, like every couple months. Not you too. Oh my gosh, man. Like if y'all, if y'all in your feelings, yo, don't play not you too. Like that. <laughs> He's still doing it. Like, that boy do not miss. The boy don't miss. I mean, what can I say? But I'm not going to get too far on that, down that rabbit hole. To be honest, this podcast is not going to be so focused on the Drakes, the Kendricks of the world, or the Coles. Shouts to Cole as well. Um, I, have, I have my own opinion on Cole that I don't really I don't really put Cole on the same level as them, them two, but I'm going to get to that later. I still have a ton of respect for Cole, though. Cole has definitely cemented his place um, as, as one of the young goats. And, uh, yeah, man, we... Uh, this is the first episode. We're going to wrap this up because this honestly went a little longer than I thought. But, you know, I'm, I'm glad to be showing my, my music knowledge with y'all. And I really hope that I could really put y'all on. I mean, and, you know, when, when it's all said and done, somebody asks, yo, yo, where you, like, this song, bro, like, this song's fire. Yo, Tondo put me on. Like, <laughs> I know y'all not really finna say that, but, you know, keep it in mind. Y'all know, y'all will know it. Y'all will know it. Y'all will know it. But, yeah. So, uh, we out.